podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Celtic 1, Rangers 1. Morelos breaks his own form duck and breaks from Tim's hearts and Rangers' unbeaten run in the league continues. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is Ali Pearson. How are you doing lads? Unbeaten again. And Scott Gemmel. Hey, hi guys. Uh, that was um, a wee bit of daylight robbery, I think. I'll fucking take it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, an, an interesting game. Um, Rangers didn't look fully at it. Um, whether it's the hangover from the, the, the kind of carry-on that's happened or not, I'm not really sure. Or whether just because the league's already over and there's not a lot to, to get in about it. Um, but we will start with um, the starting 11s, obviously. Um, a big shock in this one for most. Um, it was McGregor, Balogun, Goldson, Holander, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Hadji and Morelos. I, I think we all said that Parson should probably start. He was on the bench and he's actually came on as well. But I think we were all quite shocked that Balogun starts at right back. Yeah, when, when the team both came out, we, we both said to each other, surprise Balogun was there. I, I think Balogun can play right back against pretty much any other team in the SPFL apart from Celtic, to be honest. If I was Celtic, I would have looked at our team and went... I'm going to target them down the right hand side because you see, but he's not, he's not a right back Balogun. Well, no, he's not a right back. He has played there. Parson for me should have started 100%. If he's not fit, why is he on the bench? He obviously come on later. For, for me, to give a better balance, Parson had to start. And I think he maybe gave too much respect to Celtic. I don't know why and played Balogun there, but obviously he'll come on to what happened. But yeah, I was surprised with that. The rest of the team, no, because that's what we predicted. Yeah, Scotia, you're a bit shocked to see Balogun start? Um, I wasn't. I mean, I picked my team on Friday without actually having any information about injury updates and whatnot, so I wasn't aware that Patterson was injured. So when I then got around to finding that out, I was like, well, it wouldn't surprise me if Balogun does start. Um, but similar to what Alice says, you know, he's on the bench and he's come on. You know, if he was on the bench, did he have enough in him to play the full 90 minutes? Maybe it was that. I'm not sure. So, yeah, there was a bit of surprise there, but it was kind of tempered by the fact that I found out that Patterson was sort of carrying a knock and was a doubt. Yeah, I think we were all just a, a wee bit surprised at it. Um, as I say, it turned out to probably be quite a, quite a bad choice. Um, Celtic targeted that area, as, as they probably should have, but we jump into the game. Um, Rangers and Celtic both chose to take a stand and not to take a knee to show their support and to take a stand against racism. A uh, good, strong message from both teams. Um, really good that the, both clubs have agreed to do that. Um, so we jump into the actual football. So both teams start brightly, I'd say. Uh, both teams trying to press each other. Uh, Celtic probably pressing higher than Rangers, but no chances in the first 10 minutes. Ken then closes down Kennedy and gets it off him just before it gets back to the keeper. He tries to take on Ayer but chooses to try and go down the line instead of probably cutting inside. It was probably the wrong choice to try and go down the line. And Celtic get the first kind of shot on goal really um, on 12 minutes. They get a chance from a free kick on the left hand side. The second phase of it leads to a shot from McGregor but it's well over. It's well over the bar, but I come to you first. It's, that takes us to kind of fifteen minutes. It was still a very, very much a fifty-fifty game at this point. 
Yeah, and I said to you after about 10 minutes, I think I thought Rangers, it was very 50 50, but I thought Rangers were slightly better than Celtic at this point. I thought we started okay, to be honest. I, you could see they were targeting that right hand side, which we all thought, but I was a bit of a game of chess, to be honest, at the beginning. We, we did, it went how we thought it would, would go, to be honest, and I was fairly even at that point. Scotia, your thoughts on 15 minutes, mate? Um, 15 minutes it was a really slow start it was it didn't feel like an old firm game it was very passive you know I'd mentioned that the start of the game against Slavia on Thursday night felt like an old firm it was end to end fairly frantic this one wasn't it was um, quite um, slow burning I think was the term that was used in commentary and yeah that was it I thought Rangers started would, pretty well though sorry Scotia would you would you put the way this old firm starts slow and obviously it, it had that throughout the game because it's a bit of a, if you could call it a dead rubber, in terms of, I know we're going for the unbeaten, but in terms of the league's done, etc. I'd imagine if we both met each other in the Scottish Cup, it would be a completely different game, but did you think it's because there was no real meaning behind it? And I know old firms all have meanings, but this one especially, it was there was nothing really to play for. Yeah, I think there's a combination of things coming together. You know, over obviously the last few days with what's been going on, I think that's, probably taking a bit of toe on the team it's kind of maybe deflated them get them fired up and then really deflated them so that's probably had a wee bit of part you'd like to think and then yeah because the league's won because I was actually looking I mean the last time we played Celtic in what I would consider a meaningless meaningless game for us was back in 2009-2010 season when we'd won the league the week before as as well you know and we played them the week, a week, the week or two weeks after and they beat us 2-1. Um, but at that point, you know, we weren't so far in front. I think you need to go back to the 90s probably to look to games where this game is completely meaningless. You know, they've done it. And naturally, I think the foot is going to come off the gas. But I think it's a combination of a lot of things there, especially probably what's happened um, over the last few days. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go along with that. I think it is a combination of a lot of things that kind of caused this game to have that... Yeah, the dead rubber film about it. The, the kind of there's not really much to play for. I think there was more for Celtic than there was for Rangers. Um, I think they're obviously trying the hardest to beat us for the first time this season, and obviously to stop the unbeaten run. But I think it was only natural for the team to go through a kind of low, considering their kind of emotions and how high the emotions have been. And as well, you've got to remember it's the disappointment of not being in Europe anymore as well. I know it's obviously overshadowed by the carry on that happened, but we're still we still put out a competition that we m- maybe should have done better than. Um, I don't want to be too harsh on them. I still think Rangers have done really well in Europe, but I think we might look at that as a kind of missed opportunity, but I think it's only natural for there to be a wee bit of flatness. Um, so Rangers then get their first chance, or their first half chance, their first real bit of build-up play. Ken showing the desire and the skill to beat a few men. Gets to the byline, cuts it back to Barisic on the left, who whips in a great ball. Morelos gets his head to it, but it's a wee bit behind him, and it's an easy one for Bain. But this is the first actual attempt on target for either team. And then Celtic get a breakthrough. Um, a ball slipped in behind from Celtic down her right-hand side. It was becoming all too easy for them to get down the right-hand, uh, right-hand side. Edward gets a good cross into the box, and even though Hollander is ahead of his man, he somehow doesn't win the header, and Elianusi heads her home to make it Celtic 1, Rangers now. Ali, it was coming. Yeah, we both looked each other and weren't surprised, to be honest. We knew, we knew we've said it again, they would target the right-hand side with Balogun. It slipped down that side. 
good ball for Edward. I thought Edward had a lot of joy that first half. He was having a field day, to be honest, down there. Good ball in, but to me, Hollander shouldn't be getting beaten by him. You see that front post, and you see Gold somewhere, he actually goes in the back of the net, he's kind of screaming at him, going, as if, what, how do you let him go? And yeah, I mean, a good header for the boy, but he, he shouldn't be allowed that header for, I mean, from uh, Hollander. I mean, I know, Scott, you're a defender at heart, and you'll be able to tell <laughs> us how to stop that. So, what was your thoughts on it? Well, firstly, on the, the right-hand side issue, um, when I'd seen the lineup, that was a concern for me. And my concern was that Arfield wasn't playing. And I don't know if you noticed during the game, Kamara was playing in the right-hand side and Ariba was in the left-hand side, which isn't normal. It's usually the other way around. And Kamara was obviously there to provide a bit more cover um, for Balogun. And so when I'd seen the lineup, I was worried that Arfield wasn't there because, you know, Hadji doesn't, he's not the type of player that will give you what Arfield does in terms of the defending. So I was worried there and, yeah, they targeted it. And, yeah, the defending for this goal. I'm actually going to cut Hellander a bit of slack, to be honest. I think Goldson could do better. And the pass that kind of splits past Balogun, yeah, he could do better as well. But I think Goldson could maybe go over to sort of help cover that side. And then, you know, Hellander's in there in the middle. So I've cut Hellander a wee bit of slack, to be honest. But it was a good goal. But I think there was things that we could have done better to prevent it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just all too easy. I had that all too easy feel about it for him to score. It was just one of them ones he kind of... The ball to Edwards, too easy for him to go on the end of it. Don't get me wrong, it's a cracking ball from Edward, and he's by far and away the best player Celtic have. There's no doubt about it. Um, and then... Yeah, I mean, it is a great cross. I do think Hollander should be doing a bit better. Um, I think he should probably get there first. But, again, it's one of them ones you've just kind of got to hold your hands up and be like, OK, they, they've scored and it's time to kick on from that. Um, unfortunately, the Rangers didn't really kick on from that. Um, and before we go any further, we were just mentioning Balogun. At no point today am I going to give him any sort of pass marks, whether that's his fault or not, because he's not a right-back. I don't know, but I thought he was... A bomb scare today. I really thought at any time the ball was going near him, he, he wasn't dealing with the ball. He wasn't yeah. dealing with headers. He wasn't dealing with setting balls. He, he really wasn't dealing with. I just, yeah, just like just on Balogun. I will probably touch him later when he come off. But I turned to you today and I said, "See Rangers fans, and I'll say you as well, Scotia. See Rangers fans. It's like um, Target defending. I'll tell you what. You noticed him today that he was not there, even in terms of defending." He is a major. He's a major player for this team. The way we play, and it's. I even when Parson come in, he's he's Parson's good. He's he's, he's okay at moment, Parson, but if Ta, if we ever miss Tar for a long period, uh, we'd be up shit creek. We really ha- might have to look at a right back in the summer as a as a replacement. I know he's never injured Tav, but I just thought we missed him majorly. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, no, I don't think we need to look for a right back. But I've mentioned this before it's the positional sense that you get from playing in a position and you can clearly see that his positional sense at the moment is geared to playing in the centre of the defence the things that he's doing are things that you know that if he's doing that one position inside it's fine to do um, and that's that's what it's down to and it'll take it would if he's going to play there it'll take a while a few more games than he's added that position to kind of get that positional awareness and know exactly where he is in the pitch and you obviously you can do it in training but it's, it's a completely different thing doing it in training and then actually playing it in a game when a team's actually coming out and they do want to beat you and yeah so you can you can put it down to that with Balogun I think yeah 
I, I, yeah, I suppose. I think I just don't think that that should be looked looked at as an option, though, really, for Rangers going forward. I don't think he should be the one that we the kind of third choice right back, if you like. Shouldn't be shouldn't be bargained. There should be someone else in place. I know we don't need three right backs, of course, but if there's nobody in in like the youth team that's willing to kind of step up to to the plate and almost to take Parsons' role from like what Parsons moved on to somebody to take Parsons' role that he's left in the academy. Somebody that we can then use if we have to use because like a John Flanagan type that can play both flanks, maybe a, a kind of yeah, utility yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly something like that to be honest. But I just don't think Balogun's not the answer. <laughs> it just isn't. It was just Gerard doesn't seem to like his utility players though, does he? No, that's true. Like, you know, that's a lot more of a kind of Walter Smith kind of trait that you would have a player that could play sort of in quite a few positions if the need ever arises for it. And that's where sort of, as you say, Flanagan and Halliday, McCrory, were all perfect for that type of position. And those three, the players that he's kind of shipped out. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right there, but yeah, it's probably anything to look at. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, Celtic have got their tails up really since the goal, and um, you can see the confidence growing in, growing for them. Scott Brown's getting far too much time on the ball, and um, they've real good play again, getting down, uh, getting into the Rangers box with ease. Ball squared to Edward for some reason decides to go down instead of shooting, and is booked for diving. Um, I'll get a deal with this one here. I've got no idea why Edward, even if there is slight contact, why he thinks to go down here. Yeah, well, as soon as Celtic scored, we, we, both, we both said to each other, Celtic's tempo lifted right away, and they were on the front foot. We we looked like a team today that was out for a bit of a jolly, to be honest, swanning about the park, walking about the park. There was no tempo in that Rangers team, and we've said it for day one, but there's no tempo for the Rangers team. We're, pretty, we're flat all the time, we need to have the high tempo, and for some reason today we didn't, but... No, this was major out of jail. I thought at first, I thought, oh no, they're going to get a penalty. And a bit of praise to the referee for once, where they call him, he, he gave it right. Up. A lot of referees, especially as Rangers, would probably go, well, we'll get a penalty, yeah. that's an easy decision. But I thought, no, praise to Willie Collum. But they actually thought Willie Collum had a decent game today, actually, which is quite hard to say. <laughs> they had a decent game. But no, what Edward's doing, I really don't know. To me, he should burst the net. But I see what he's doing to Nick Collin, the foul, but well they call him seeing what he was doing which was which was good play to him yeah it's close a penalty or a dive no it wasn't a penalty at all no and I, yeah it was a bit of a dive to be honest it's one of these you know it wasn't an obvious dive it was a very clever kind of step over and fall doesn't flick the foot out that you see a lot of play, players do that kind of tell you it's a dive straight away but I, th- I thought it, I didn't think it was a penalty at first but I did have the fear that that's not how the referee would say it because as I say it was very it was very cleverly done the way he went down um, so I had that wee bit of fear about me and it's Colin so I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> thankfully he was on the ball today Colin yeah he was he was not bad to, to, give, him his, to give him his due which is not something I think I've ever said about Willie yeah. Colin no, 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 I think you should actually give praise to referees yeah. when they deserve it yeah, and I actually true. think he deserved praise for the majority of that game yeah that's probably true um, but it was becoming all too easy for Celtic um, Rangers were really struggling to get anything going like urgency and anything we were trying to do um, Edward having a field day running into an area any area that he wants giving the defence all sorts of problems and then the greatest moment to happen in an old fun game probably happens this season for sure um, Rangers got a corner out of nothing it's a poor kind of pass back from Celtic it's a great ball in from Barisic Balogun gets up meets with his head 
Uh, it's actually going wide, but there's Alfie rushing in at the back post to make it 1-1. Finally, the wee man gets his old fun goal. Finally, the wee man gets to do his celebration at Parkhead, and I am fucking delighted about it. Aye. Oh, brilliant. And to give Balogun a bit of credit, I know we've been ripping the arse out of him today, but he wins the header. And we all know Celtic are terrible at defending set pieces. There was one in the second half, I remember me and Carney, we looked at each other, Rangers won a free kick, and tried to play a quick one instead of actually putting it in the box, which I thought was stupid. But no, great ball in for Barris, which we know he's got all, all day long. Balogun wins the header, and there's Big Buffett at the back post. Honestly, I couldn't be more delighted. And Scorsia, what do you reckon was the first song I put on my playlist at, <laughs> in 90 minutes and left the windows on? What do you reckon it was? I'll need one guess. Uh, was it a wee bit of um, Buffalo Soldier? Oh no, yeah, of course. It was, it was Seven Nation Army. Save, but no, it was it was a good move for Rangers. And um, first 
kind of real decent move had done to be honest in the whole first half because it was mostly Celtic to be honest but no it was, it was unlucky with Ryan Kent I thought he was up for it today Ryan Kent yeah I think he, I think he put a hell of a shift in Ryan Kent Scotia your thoughts on this chance yeah I mean the technique from um, Kent for this but I'd like to I'd pull it back and say that the ball by Hodge is brilliant as well because he watches what Kent's doing and he waits and then he hits it and it's it's an inch perfect inch perfect pass um, from Kent from Hadji, sorry. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really good as well because I know they were all on the commentary and stuff were all going on about how good Kent's shot was itself, but I thought the, the pass itself was up there as well. It was really good. And the whole move in itself was really good. And it was a good save by, by Ben. Yeah, it was maybe a wee Charbonnet-esque save where it yeah, yeah. over the cameras a wee bit, but it was still a good save. Um, yeah. but, oh, if that had went in, my roof in the, my house would have come off. I would have been bouncing around the place. Oh, I was saying, I would have lost, I went fucking mental if we'd have scored this, because, uh, I mean, it definitely was, uh, Rangers goal was completely against the run of play, um, which makes it even sweeter, to be honest, uh, it makes it even sweeter that Rangers were definitely not at their best today, and we've still come away with a, a draw, and they've probably paid, played the best they can, and we've still come out away with a draw, so you can't really complain, to be honest, but it would have been an absolutely fucking wonder goal if we'd have scored it. kind of took me by surprise when he had it. I didn't expect him to hit it, and he just, the other day, it was like, it just kind of happened, and you were like, what? Because we've been going on about Kent and shooting and stuff, and like, he needs yeah. to shoot more, he needs to get better at shooting, and that was that was perfect. It just, everything kind of fell into position for the, the perfect strike there, and uh, it was unlucky. So, we'll move on. Um, Celtic again should probably be ahead. My corner headers right down towards the right-hand corner, um, and McGregor somehow again makes the save to keep Rangers level, and that kind of takes us up to half-time. So, Scott, I'll come to you first. What's your, your, your kind of thoughts at half-time? Just happy to get there at one each, mate? Yeah, pretty much. We'll get, I mean, I'll get away with it a wee bit to go, come in at one each, because... Well, in fairness, I think obviously it was a slow start, and I think up until Celtic scored, Rangers were possibly slightly better, but they weren't really creating anything. They had a bit more of the ball, I thought, um, but as soon as Celtic score, it's all them, and they're just constantly threatening down that, um, or their their left, their right, and yeah, we, we get the goal, and um, I against the running play, really glad that it went in, and yes, Celtic then ended up finishing off the half um the better team again as well, you know, apart from that one wee move we had. So, all in all, yeah, really glad that we're in at 1-1 because it is a bit of a let-off. Ali? Yeah, same as Scotia, I thought going in at one each, I was delighted to go in at one each the way that game uh, went, especially the last kind of 30 minutes of the second half, I thought it was mostly Celtic, to be honest. I mean, the amount of corners they had today was... <laughs> Ridiculous. Over, 10, over 10 at one point I know that all, all I wrote was corner to end corner to end but uh, they didn't do anything with them to be fair but no I was delighted when we get back into the game at one each I thought no, if we could get to half time but one each we could regroup and come back out I did say to you Carney I says he's got to take Balogun off and put Parson on because he's having a torrid time down there they target it constantly and I thought if he's fit enough Parson he's got to come on in the second half and obviously you'll come on to that but no I, like I said to you as well I thought Rangers can't play as bad as we can in the first half and the second half so I was optimistic with the second half which is always like that but it was um, I, I was happy enough to be honest because Celtic 
in fairness, should have been two or three goals ahead in that. Well, they should have. Let's not be around the bush. Like they should have been ahead, and it's brilliant. That I mean, obviously, in hindsight, now it's fucking tremendous. Obviously, what's happened, but yeah, there was no doubt about it that Celtic should have been ahead. There was very similar the game at um, Ibrox in the year. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty similar to it. To be honest, they um, they, they do that. On you go, no, I was like, I'll let you finish. What were you going to say? No, carry on. I was going to say, I thought they were, we, were, uh, we were better than we were at the game at Ibrox. Oh, yeah, I think we were. Yeah, I think we were. I think we definitely were better. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt that we were definitely better than um, than the new year, but I, I can I, I get where you're coming from. I, I, I can I get where you're coming from. We, just didn't, we never really had any sort of flow today. We no, didn't really have... Too slow. Yeah, I mean, but as I say, there's so many... Mitigating factors in that, I suppose, then you, you've kind of got to take take the point and run. <laughs> really, I'm deleted about it. I'm, I'm, I'm chuffed. Obviously, I'd have loved to win, but um, we'll jump in the second half. The, the change that we all would have made didn't happen, uh, not right away. Anyway, Celtic continue to be on the front foot. A deflected shot from Laxalt leads to a corner. The corner leads to a header from Walsh to be just over the bar. Rangers are looking really shaky at the back, especially down the right-hand side. Rangers then have a chance. Ball comes in from the right-hand side from Balgan. It comes to Morelos, who just can't control it, um, and it goes kind of right through him. But a bit better, a bit, a bit more composure from Alfie here, um, and control needed. And I think he would have probably had a chance here. But Ali, Ali, you said it to me. Um, this sums up Alfredo Morelos. Does sum Morelos up? We've all said it when he doesn't have time to think about something. He usually scores, kind of one at the back post. He's probably not much time to think about that, and he has it. That one, he, he's, he can see it coming. He's miscontrolled it, and the chance is gone, but that's a fair domain, I'll swear to you, to be honest. Yeah, Scotia, should they do better here? Yeah, as, as what Ali was saying there, what happens is the ball takes a slight deflection off. I can't mind what Celtic defender it was, but when it's coming in, the ball takes a slight deflection. So I don't know then if Morelos is then thinking, oh no, I need to adjust myself. And by the time he's got there, the ball's hit his knee and went away so yeah I think it's potentially down to that maybe because yeah when it went in I was like oh you should have been doing a lot more there Alfie yeah another kind of half chance from Celtic at this point Edward gets a shot at the edge of the box and forces a save for McGregor but it is pretty pretty comfortable for McGregor to be honest but again Celtic looking dangerous um, and kind of seem to be getting not chances at well, but we've just been able to kind of have give our defence a run around when they wanted to. Um, the sub that we all would have made then happens on 55 minutes. Balogun comes off, Patterson comes on. Um, Ali quickly, we've obviously touched on Balogun, but he's not a right back. No. I think every Rangers fan, when we looked at that team today, probably all said what we all said. We looked at it and went, oh no. Oh, because no. we, I, I knew Celtic would play that, El Yunus, whoever he's called, and Obviously, Edward up front. I knew they would target the right-hand side. Most teams would target that right-hand side of Balogun's there, looking how he's played previously. So, it wasn't a good game for Balogun. The positives, you can say, he set the goal up for Morelos to get his back in at one each. That was a positive. But in terms of defending the day, he was a bomb scare the whole game. And I'm sorry, he can play there against teams. Any other team in the SPL, he can probably play at right-back. But Celtic... I know Celtic aren't a great team this year, but they're still a level above other teams in the SPFL, and you see in Europe, gets caught out time after time, and I'm sorry. If if Tav isn't isn't fit for the next World Farm, Balogun cannot play there. End of. Scotia? Yeah, um, it wasn't 
particularly good today at right back, was he? Um, the, the thing with Patterson, I don't know if there's a wee bit of Gerard maybe overthinking it and trying to kind of play him there for cover, as Ali had said, Kenny, at the start. Because if Patterson's fit, he should have been on at half time rather than waiting those 10 minutes to bring him on. Now, I can understand if he's carrying a knock, not starting him, because then if he gets knocked again, you have to change it and it. It changes your formation, or it doesn't change your formation, but it changes your your game set up and your your attack in the game. But so I was a bit surprised that it wasn't on from 45 minutes, and he waits 10 minutes for it to come on. It's one of these ones I never quite. Maybe maybe I don't. I'm not a manager, and maybe I don't understand it. But I've never understood, you know, why they do why they wait those 10 minutes to bring players on when you can. Well, from what I can see, they clearly should be brought on 10 minutes earlier they kind of get up to speed with the match from kickoff because obviously when you come in while the game's in full flow it's it can take a wee bit longer to sort of get straight into the game yeah i agree i don't know if it's whether they do it just to see if celtic are going to change anything or that the opposition team are going to change anything in terms of waiting that 10 minutes but i'm saying mate we all could see that we could all see that sub had to happen everybody was like i don't think there would have been one kind of one Rangers player, a uh, one Rangers supporter, they would have said, "No, yeah, I agree with you. Like Patterson has to you come could, on." To be fair, you, you could see after the first 20-25 minutes, was he one? I, I, I always remember, and you guys remember as well. Fernando Rickson played right back for Rangers, and I think it was Bobby Petter tore him a new. <laughs> you know, I won't say that, but tore him, and he got hooked after something like twenty twenty five minutes. And today. It probably should have harmed, and I know it might kill the guy's confidence. Probably, I don't think it would for Balogun because he's not a right back. But I think he probably should have been hooked before half time. To be honest, because it was just coming down that side all the time. It was too easy. Yeah, no. What I would say as well about see leaving that that ten minutes to make the sub, it gives Laxalt and McGregor. I think it was Laxalt and McGregor on that left hand side. It gives them another ten minutes to get back into the swingy things that they were doing. Whereas if you if you make the sub straight away, you can maybe break it up a lot quicker. Whereas it gives them that kind of wee period of time to get back into what they were doing in the first half and kind of, you know, getting each other's wavelength again. Um, yeah, so I make the change earlier, please, Gerard. <laughs> what the fuck do we know about football? <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> um, so then Morelos gets his mandatory old firm booking, obviously, as you would expect, and Rangers make uh, a double substitution. No, just one substitution, sorry, this time. Uh, Hadji comes off, Arthur comes on. This is obviously moving a wee bit further up the pitch. Um, now, obviously, I know, and I don't want to be too controversial here, but I'm basing this purely on football in terms today. Um Kamara wasn't on it for me, um, not the entire match, he didn't look like he was all there, I don't know if it's just down to what's happened, I'm not sure, there's obviously going to be some of that that you're going to have to take into consideration, but if I put that to one side just now, no matter how hard that is to do, um, I, 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 I would have took Kamara off, I just thought he was too passive in his play, I thought he's, he was no conviction in his passes, and I don't think he really showed that he was he, he was there enough for it today, Ali, am I being a bit harsh or... No, as I said she as well. I thought I thought Kamara was a. It's hard to say, obviously, what's happened to him this week. But if you take that out and just go purely in a footballing um, sense, I thought he was a not an empty shot, but I didn't think he was there. From the Glen Kamara, we know this season he dies with a ball. He's quick with a ball. I felt for Steve Davis a bit in those games. He can't do it himself. It's quite hard if he's got. A, He's got a Kamara and a Rebo when they're both not on it. I thought a Rebo was in and out the game at times. 
he's better further forward. It was crying out for Arfield to come on, and Arfield's not been great since he's come back, but it was crying out for somebody with a slight wee bit of dig. He just, he looked like he didn't want to be there, Kamara, to be honest today, and I hope it's not because what harmed him on Thursday night. I really do, because, well done, sorry, because he's a, he's a great player, Kamara. He's, he's probably one of our best players this year, Kamara. He's, but today, he just wasn't on it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Scotia. It happens a few times in old firm games that you'll have one of your Kamaras or Ebos. One of the newer players that have come in, um, they, sometimes they, they look scared of the occasion. They look as if they can't sorry, play on the, the occasion, if you know what I mean. Um, so it, it happens as well. So, I, I, you know, obviously what's happened to him, you, you, I mean, I was looking at stuff on Friday evening and I was, well, it was what it was doing to me was ridiculous. So I don't even can't even begin to comprehend what it was like for someone who has to deal with it, and, you know, like that. Um, so you can under if it was that you can understand it. I don't know if it was because, like I say, there's been occasions in old firm games where there's been one or two players that haven't been exposed to as many old firms as the likes of your Davis, who's obviously also an awful lot older and had more experience in football. Full stop. Um, they, they look, they can look a wee bit as if the game passes them by a wee bit. So I, yeah, it wasn't great, but then no, a majority of the team weren't great today either as well. So it's yeah. that. I, I get I get where you're coming from, mate, because you're right. I we said it as well, John. Aribo as well. Some of his touches and passes today were just a lack of conviction. They lacked the belief in themselves really today at some points, and it was quite quite disappointing to see. But I just felt like. If it was the whole occasion that it got to Kamara, if that was the case, then I think it, we should have probably just got him out of dodge really at that point and, and made the sub. But as I say, um, trying to put that kind of to one side, just purely, purely based on the performance level, it just didn't look like it was there for him today. So anyway, we'll move on. Rangers got a free kick on the right-hand side, but one from Barisic is initially cleared. Uh, ball back in from Kent leads to a shot from Davis edge of the box, but it's deflected out for a corner. Um, nothing comes from the corner. Um, Celtic then got another chance to break away down the right-hand channel. Davis does just enough to force the shot to be taken early, and McGregor saves it. Turns it round for the tenth corner at this point, um, and then the corner leads to a chance for Edward, um, which he probably should score from as well. Rangers living on borrowed time, that's what it felt like to me anyway. And then Rangers make a double sub. Um, Roof and Wright come on, and Morelos and Aribo come off. So we're into the kind of last ten minutes. Ali, are you just hoping for the final whistle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was weird. I was snatched at hand for one each. To be honest, I mean. I'm delighted he's got one each today. Just the way it's went, the way we've obviously were champions, we're still unbeaten, we'll obviously come on to that. But we might have nicked that game, possibly, the way it went. We could have nicked it. There was the one with Bain hit, the, hit off his defender and nearly fell to the roof. I mean, that would have summed their season up if I had went in and we'd won that <laughs> way. But it was... Um, aye, we could, have, we could have nicked it. Celtic probably wouldn't have. They deserve... The draw was probably... Was that a fair result? I don't know. Celtic probably deserve maybe slightly more, but they can have as much possession as they want Celtic in shots, but they need to do something with it. That's a couple of games Celtic's played against us and they've not done anything with it. And they, against Dungeon United, they battled them, didn't score. So yeah. it sort of sums them up this season. But no, I thought we might have another chance. And to be fair, I thought the last 10 minutes was 
more Rangers, to be honest, than Celtic. They kind of ran out of steam and thought, we're not going to score here. Yeah, I would, t- I would tend to agree with that, mate. I think the longer I said to you, the longer the gate this game goes on here, the more I fancy Rangers getting the winner. I just thought if Celtic don't score, because they pretty much dominated possession um, through the entire game, Rangers really didn't play like we were looking to do that. We didn't look like we were trying to play our usual game of um, possession, especially the later half, uh, the later of the second half. I think Rangers were just settling for if we can break, we'll break. If not, just let them have the ball and don't let them score. That's kind of the way it looked. Um, I mean, and if that's a game plan, it's worked and we've got their way a draw. But yeah, I think in the last 10 minutes, Scotia, what's your thoughts? Are you thinking we could nick it? Yeah, I'll th- be a bit slightly, yeah, because I've got... Um, but noted down here, yeah, like in the 83rd minute was the sort of first decent chance in the, the second half, or decent play period of play that Rangers really had, apart from that we Morelos half chance was inside the sort of first four or five minutes but it was the first time that we really thought that and yeah, so I was hoping it, I was hoping it had my coupon on for Rangers to win and like, I don't have a few more bookings and things like that, Morelos and Brown and it was looking good, Morelos to score and then just waiting for that second goal for that to win, it didn't happen <laughs> but yeah, I thought Rangers finished finished the game a bit stronger than they had been that whole second half. Rangers, it was a non-event for Rangers, to be honest, really. It was, what's going on? I believe said that a draw was a fair result. I don't think, if you look at it as a neutral, probably the draw probably wasn't a fair result. I think Celtic probably will feel a wee bit hard done by, but get that, that right. But, 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 McGregor, yeah, he had a couple of saves today, but I wouldn't say he had save after save after save McGregor. He did have, he had quite a few saves, but nothing. They seem to have a, I mean, I watched Celtic and Stanton United now, the umpteen shots and can't score. See if Celtic, I mean, I think that's as good as Celtic can play, and they did it at, at Ibrooks, and they, they just can't score for some reason. I don't know what it is. And they were game football to put the ball in the back of the net, and if they can't do it, then they don't deserve it. To me, so I, I thought a one each was probably maybe maybe fair. Well, blue tinted glasses slightly, <laughs> but slightly massively. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, Ali, and the, the, the fact of the Rangers fan, yeah. But I think no. If you if you look at the t- Celtic, will feel pretty hard done by you. And as I say, yeah. What I was going to on this like last ten minutes, you, and you mentioned the what Bain done. Right, Roof should have been a wee bit more alert, but I don't think Roof's ever going to expect something like that. Happens. Of course, I've got a striker in the world expecting that to happen. Come on. See the, the highlights from the Dumbarton game yesterday? I've seen that. Oh, yeah. oh no, I didn't see that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I was like, surely something like that can't happen again within Scottish yeah. football. In the, the, one chance, the one chance I would have said was the one when Scott Wright was diving with a ball. And to me, he should have slipped Kent in. He tried to play it in the middle, I think maybe roof or something. Oh, yeah, he chose the wrong ball. But I thought Scott Wright was positive when he came on, and I hope Scott Wright gets a chance going forward in the spot. Because I think he looks a dangerous player. Yeah, I think he looks a good player, to be honest. He's a very direct player. Um, I think he's a step above what Jordan Jones was. Um, I think he's that kind of type of player. He's got more flirties, he's more flirties play um, than I think Jordan Jones ever will have, but we've even without making into it, we've pretty much covered off the last 10 minutes there, um, but yeah I think Rangers had their best period of the whole game in the last 10 minutes, to, yeah. to, to be completely honest, there's three minutes added on time, um, Golson has a, a kind of half header chance if you like from a corner nothing really else happens and it ends um, Celtic 1, Rangers 1 now, full time thoughts gentlemen, um, 
I'm happy that it's a draw. I would have took a draw at the start of the match. I would take a draw going to Parkhead any day of the week anyway. Um, I think it's a, a decent result for Rangers. But in terms of the game and the way it went and the, the, the kind of best chances probably falling to them, I think it makes it even sweeter. And it's fucking fantastic that Morelos is the one that stopped them getting, getting a result against us. And uh, our unbeaten run in the league continues and we are marching on and it's now on to, on to the Scottish Cup. I don't really think I can really complain too much about the end result. No, it's, I, I would have taken a draw as well, especially with the game went as well. I, like I said to you at half-time, if we could blow the whistle now, I'll take, take it. Minutes, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I think this will put another wee dagger into Celtic again, because I don't think they can play any better on this. I think this is Celtic's, the best they can play. We've seen it at Ibrooks. They played that 40-odd, 50 match, whatever it was. They played well, couldn't score. Again, I they got a goal today, but they'll just... They'll, it will sicken them because we've got something out of this game. It's not giving them momentum, which I didn't want. I didn't want to give them any momentum because there's a chance we could get them in the Scottish Cup and I don't want to give them anything this season. And I don't think we have. And I think with we Alfie scoring as well, that will sicken them even more. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they'll be absolutely gutted Celtic fans once again and they'll just want the end of this season, to be honest now, because, yeah... For Rangers to go there and play as poor as we did, to be honest, we were all in patches, but we were poor the majority of the game. We yeah. played a hell of a lot better than that, and we got away with a draw. Yeah, and there's still potentially two. was one old firm potentially and another old firm to come in the Scottish Cup. It's looking decent for Rangers. Yeah, after a tough week, Scotia, it's an all right one to take, is it not? Yeah, I'm fairly happy with the 1-1, because as I say, I think it was a bit of, a bit of robbery from us, you know, um, it keeps the unbeaten, go, go, unbeaten run sorry, going. Um, Hellander, still never defeated in the league. Really? I've seen that was the first, that was the first tweet that I've seen. That guy that's got the pages again, like, has Hellander lost a league match yet? It's just no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty happy. And yeah, as Ali says, Rangers weren't at it today. They weren't really good. I think I've got like three players that I think I can say done okay well. Yeah, we just weren't at it today. And, you know, as we've touched on, there's mitigating circumstances for why that potentially is. Um, so, no, one once. At the end of the day, that's a really good result for us. Yeah, you take it all day. Um, really, we'd obviously we'd all have loved to went there and put a, mark, put a marker down and show why we're champions, but I'm not going to complain in the, the way the game went that we've got out there with a draw. And I say it's just so sweet that Alfredo Morelos has broke some Tim Hearts. It's, it's fantastic. So we'll jump on to Mario Mars before we finish up. Um, I'm giving it to Alfredo Morelos, um, Ali. <laughs> yeah, I, Scotia was kind of summing it up quite well in terms of. Pass marks for players today. I thought Ryan Kent tried. I think he's the one guy in that team that you look and you can see he's trying his burst of pace. But no, 54 league goals coming in there. It was as Brian Gold tweeted today. It was it was written in the stars for it to be score number 55. He scored it. They can't go on about that anymore. I don't know what they can go on about now. They can just get the ladders out and take the Union Jacks <laughs> and take the rest of them all down. But they're away, to be honest. But no. <laughs> We Alfie is my man in the match. Scotia? Yeah, I said there's three players that I kind of thought Alfie was one of them. I thought he played well. You know, he got the goal, but I thought other oh, above the goal, he was playing well, linking up well. Sometimes didn't have the most amount of service. The next one was Kent. 
again in the first half I thought he was really good driving similar to how he was playing against Slavia in the first half um, on Thursday night as well but in the second half he kind of fell away but at that point the whole Rangers team weren't really doing much up until the last sort of 10 minutes um, I've went for Alan McGregor as man of the match didn't make any outstanding save like, out, like absolutely world class top notch saves but it was constant saves you know the one where he nearly got pegged by Edward you know he does well to just get his legs shut just enough in time yeah and I thought the saves, the saves that he did make you know kept us in the game although as I said they weren't anything that you would watch back time and time again but I thought he was really solid today again so I'm uh, giving it to Shagger Fair enough mate um, again that probably tells its story itself mate the fact that you're giving it Alan McGregor um, which is even sweeter so all the times that are listening watching us doing this um, they'll be sickened by it so it's, it gets even better and better enjoy taking all the Union Jack down and remember that Glasgow is blue well that'll do us gentlemen uh, we'll just wrap up here as always Ali thank you very much mate no problem we've got an international weekend coming up which I would enjoy and you'll enjoy Scotia so I uh, call Rangers and Two weeks' time, I'll, I'll be ready for that one. Yeah, Scotia, cheers, mate. Yeah, thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. So, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give the videos a like. Leave us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a huge difference, and it really helps support us. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, as I say, please subscribe, follow anywhere that you can. Uh, we will be back... Not sure when we'll be back. We'll maybe back midweek, just depending on how things go in terms of news and stuff. Um, but yeah, just stay proud of Rangers. Um, it's not a result that we can really be disappointed in. We're still unbeaten in the league. We've not played our best today, and we've still come out with a draw. Um, and Alfredo Morelos has scored against them. They, they're, they're really taking everything that they have to hold on to away from them. So get up them. Uh, I hope they enjoy their Sunday. I'm certainly going to enjoy mine. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we'll speak to you all next time. We are the people. Cheers.